0: Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Watch. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. And make sure you subscribe to The Ringer's newest podcast, Keeping It 1600, The Ringer NFL Show, and The Ringer NBA Show. All Again, all on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play Music. And remember to check out After the Thrones, hosted by me and Andy Greenwald. I know we had a little delay today, technical difficulties, but it's usually available after every episode of Game of Thrones on HBO Now, Go, and even HBO proper. It'll be on tonight on television, 10 p.m. Pacific, 1 a.m. Eastern, I think. Winter is here. Me and Andy are here to break it, break it down uh, Today Andy actually unfortunately couldn't make the watch So for the first episode on our feed It's just me But it's me with my friends I've got Sean Fennessey, Bill Simmons, Julia Littman, And Jason Concepcion to help We're talking uh, Game of Thrones The Good Wife finale and Captain America Civil War. Today's episode of The Watch is brought to you by SeatGeek, our presenting sponsor and the only fan-friendly app for buying and selling sports and music tickets. Other sites have gone back to the same old tactic of showing you a lower price and then charging huge fees to check out. But at SeatGeek, the price you see is always the price you pay. With SeatGeek, there's no guesswork. You'll know exactly how much you're paying, where you're sitting, and whether or not you're getting a good deal, all right from your phone. So drop your old site and experience buying and selling tickets the way it should be. To start using SeatGeek, download the free SeatGeek app or go to SeatGeek.com.
1: I need sports to have to clear the room. Stand up and
0: walk now. Hello, and welcome to The Watch. My name is Chris Ryan. I am an editor at TheRinger.com, and joining me in the studio, it's the Mad King, Phil Simmons!
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm upset I'm filling in for Greenwald along with a bunch of other people this is our, f- couldn't do it our first episode on the watch feed
0: and Andy's out today Andy had something to do but he's uh he couldn't make it today but we just wanted to make sure we had everybody up with an episode it's our first day you can subscribe to the watch on iTunes
1: you can congrats subscribe- Thanks, congrats man. on getting
0: your own feed I appreciate it
1: you have your own feed you have your own Twitter
0: feed yeah so this will be the watch you'll also get Andy Greenwald podcast the Andy Greenwald show on this one we got one free this
1: week with a very special guest yeah. um Bill how you doing and thanks to everyone for supporting The Watch. Yeah. you top two on iTunes. That it's was nice. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing good. I saw a great movie on Netflix this weekend I want to tell you about. That's definitely the most important thing from culture this weekend. Let's it was. It. Yeah. It was. Because how, how rare is it to be surprised... By a Netflix movie. Yeah. Or any movie. You'd be like, oh, is that? And you talk yourself it's into no it. It's no
0: longer the place for movies. It's more like a you catch up on shows there. You can watch their original programming. But nobody really like is like, did you see this? I found this movie in the library this weekend.
1: Yeah. And just in general, I feel like I know every movie that's out. <laughs> or I, ha- I already have a preconceived opinion on like, yeah. oh, that movie. Oh, I remember that's the one. And this one, I knew nothing. And the best man in my wedding, Jeff Gallo, who's the biggest Halloween fan I've ever met, who loves horror movies and we love horror movies together. And he just emailed me over the weekend. He's like, "Uh, go get Hush on Netflix. Okay. This is it. This is this is a little touch of Halloween, little touch of silent rage, which Ooh. we loved back in the day. And uh, that was it. I went in blind with my wife at like 11 o'clock at night, put it on. It was petrifying. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. Well, give me the elevator pitch. Um, Cabin. Mm-hmm. Remote, alone. The girl is deaf. Ooh, H- hence hush, because it's hush, quiet. Yeah, can't hear. Okay, uh, killer. Girl, deaf girl by herself. Deaf girl by herself. Cabin killer. Interesting. That's it. That's my pick. Interesting. I, I, I have a lot of questions. Great eighty but I don't minutes. Wanna,
0: I actually watched a horror movie this weekend too. what Would you it's watch? It's Called the Boy, starring oh. uh, Lauren Cohan from from Walking Dead. Yeah. And it's about she plays an American kind of like running away from a bad relationship in Montana, where she's yeah. from. She goes to rural England, lovely countryside, like Downton Abbey type house, gets their older couple, hires her, that hired her as a nanny. Always good. And she they're like, we want to introduce you to our son. And she's like, great. And they bring her up to the kid and it's a doll. But they're pretending like they're fully committed to the idea that this is their son. So there's this whole story about this the real son burned up in a, a tragic fire, oh. and they've been pretending all these years, but there have been lots of nannies, and none of them seem to last very long. It sounds like my dad and my stepmother
1: with their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they give their dogs human names and have birthdays for them. Do they have like stuffed dogs? They're like, he's still here. And parties? would Anybody else have birthday parties for their dogs and invite <laughs> other dogs? Because that's my dad and my stepmom. Um, did you watch Game of Thrones this weekend? I did. What'd I'm caught up on Game of Thrones. Great. I like every Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, I a couple things. Uh, I always like when people can regain their eyesight. I like when people can go into an alternate universe when they're not paralyzed. Yeah, I like when people can come back to life. I like that Jon Snow had to kind of sell the knife wounds, yeah, like, like with the <gasps> hugs. Yeah, like, like just so I mean, I I can't like hey, buddy, it. good to see. Oh yeah, my, my ten knife wounds. He still recovered hurt a by bit. the end. He looked like he, yeah. he had had the platelet treatment by the end of the game. You know, great icy stare by the teenager who tried to kill him when the four hangs i love this is terrible but i I, that was one of the better hangings i've seen in a tv show (laughs) i felt like it was really realistic deadwood episode one yeah Yeah. like a nice wide shot from the back of everybody's legs kicking it was was just really brutal i love capital punishment yeah Yeah, it was great those guys deserved it any questions i can help you with about what's going on on the show i have an insane amount of questions okay um Who's winning? Who's winning Game of Thrones right now? That's a great question. I would say it's a push right now. Uh, I think that... The, the evil guy's up there. Right. Sansa's... R- Ramsay's up there. Ex-husband. Yeah. Um, is it ex or are they still like legally married? The, Sansa's marriage
0: history is a little complicated because yeah. she was actually married to Tyrion, but they never did the deed, so it's like yeah. that's not official. You couldn't know that. That's yeah. like Chris Humphreys. So she did get married to, to Ramsay, though, so she is, she is his wife. Um, yeah. But, you know, the, I think right now one of the things that's interesting, Andy and I talked about this. Oh, by the way, After the Thrones, that'll be on tonight. Yeah. Sorry about that. Some technical difficulties. Um, we know that we're doing our best. But we talked about this a little bit where it's like, does anybody actually want to run this world? Or do they just want their little local regions? You know, or is, is anybody making the move to
1: kind of take over the whole, the whole chessboard? I don't read the books. Mm-hmm. I, bear- I, I know what's going on just as in I like this show, but I'm not like obsessed with it and all that stuff. It does seem like we're heading toward just complete chaos, followed by the Ned Stark kids somehow winning in the end. Yeah. Would be would be what my bet was on? Yeah, I think the chaos is going to be it's extended chaos we're going to have. Right. Happen. But I also feel like Kevin Durant's coming back to Boston. So I'm like, I, <laughs> what I don't you trust coming my- coming back to Boston? Coming back to Boston. Well, he's played games there and now he's just going to come <laughs> there.
0: Come there for good. The prodigal so If you he's guys back. want a
1: Kevin Durant coming home yeah. montage, it's going to be incredible. He's back uh yeah it just feels like we're headed for chaos which is going to be incredible
0: yeah and i think that that always just provides for the kind of opportunities to have the sort of surprises and twists that the show thrives on
1: so what give me a prediction for the next two episodes i think
0: we're going to find out more about what happens in that tower in that mm. flashback scene yeah and i seem like a pivotal tower yeah and i think that i think either Arya or daenerys and hopefully both will will move forward because they've both been Arya has been stuck in in uh, the house of the undying or the house of black and white rather for a really long time. And she's been training and lost her sight, got her sight back, was begging I think that she's going to start moving forward and Daenerys who kind of this season has been trapped with the Dothraki. I think that looked like Jorah and Dario were coming to the rescue in the scenes from next week. What yeah. do you think of uh what do you think of the the Kit Harrington dick jokes after when he was walking back? Surprising. Funny little like needling of Kit Harrington
1: there I thought. Yeah, it was a, it was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that people have a sense of Humor in Game of Thrones, yeah. which is like just the most brutal, terrible place on the planet. But they're making like drinking jokes and dick jokes. It's good. Yeah, it's I feel good like stuff. we're headed toward a roast, maybe near the end in the last season. Anything the else John you want to Snow get off roast? your chest? Um, I, I'm always amazed with Game of Thrones when they have the sword fighting scenes. Like the guy with the double swords. Then he was pretty pretty badass. Like I, I could read a five thousand word article on it. how did that guy do it? How much time was? How much time did he prepare? Was there CGI? Like, you know, the Spurs-Thunder game was amazing on, on Sunday night. The sword guy won the weekend for me. <laughs> Double sword, five guys. And then you have the, 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 he was so good, everyone's kind of afraid of him. So I kept waiting for somebody to dive at his knees. Nobody did that. I That's also like that Bram was like,
0: oh, I, my dad kills this guy. I know all about this. And then it's like, what? No. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, it was like getting a, like a Zapruder film or something. Do you, is it emotional for you at all that Max von Saito, um the good Nazi from Victory? <laughs> It's the greatest soccer movie ever made. He's the good Nazi. I like seeing him in Game of Thrones. I had no idea he was still alive.
0: Yeah, he's he is one of our, like, I,
1: he's just like one of
0: those guys who shows up in a movie every three years and you're just like, I cannot believe that MVS is still kicking.
1: MVS? It's yeah. been like decades and decades for MVS. I highly urge everyone out there to uh, not sound like the old guy, but the last 35 minutes of victory. Are as good as it gets for sports movies. I would put it uh, with the last half hour of Rocky Two, last half hour of Draft Day. Yeah, last, last half hour of Draft Day, the last twenty minutes of Hoosiers. It it would get the soccer is incredible. They filmed it super wide. Who is the director? John Houston. and he filmed it. He's super widescreen, almost like he knew twenty five years from now plasma TVs that were HD widescreen were coming, and the soccer is great. And if you really know and love soccer. They actually the goals make sense. There's like counterattacks and And Pele with a great bald Houston. Yeah.
0: I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Oh and, my
1: god. And Pele with a great bald bald spot. Yeah. And it's a murderers roar of great players from that era, like Werner Roth and who's the Dutch guy? It's a whole bunch of them. It's like, it's like it would be like if they made the movie now and like Messi was in it and Ronaldo the, all these people. It's all the best people from Dan, like Daniel 1980. Brühl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan, Daniel Bruhl would play the good Nazi. Yeah, and Michael Caine is the sweeper. Yeah, yeah. and. He's just so so uh, pot bellied and fat that they just have to do close up shots. Were, they of him. were like
0: the, the athletes were like that back then, though. Pot bellied. Like, there and
1: was f- soccer players who
0: were just like really bad. Bald spot would smoke during halftime. Like they would have a like a like a muffin and like a coffee full of milk and sugar before they went back out. I miss those days. Yeah, oh, too. and I
1: forgot to mention that Sly Stallone makes the catches a penalty kick. That's amazing. Has anyone ever caught a penalty kick? <laughs> In the history of soccer? Without moving, you mean? It's yeah. just like a dive, yeah. catching it. But what's the point of catching a penalty kick? Just to show up the Nazis. <laughs> Does well, just to stick good, it to them. The good Nazi appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so hush and victory. Those and, are my and recommendations. And you're in Game of Thrones. What? Here's my last Game of Thrones question. Sure. Um, what episode do you think will be the best episode from the way these first three went? I think that there were will... I'm going to say five or nine. Those are my two choices for episode of the year.
0: You're. I think. I think you're right. I think is there's always a great penultimate episode, and I also think we're in for like a seat So what basically, you see it goes in like these arcs of two, where it's like something set up, execution, set up, execution. So I think four or five will be like a big one, and I think somewhere like there will be like a seven and a nine. I think we're going like odd numbers, but I think they almost make these in almost two-hour movie blocks now.
1: I thought of our first movie that The Ringer can make. Sure, it's it's a it's a homemade movie. It's a team movie. Oh, Juliet's excited. It's a TV movie. <laughs> It's about this guy who hosts the Game of Thrones post-game show, and he gets to see Game of Thrones early, and before he sees the the penultimate episode, which everyone knows is always the best episode, these TV bloggers kidnap him. Is he deaf, and he winds up in a cabin? He
0: winds up in a cabin,
1: (laughs) and he loses his hearing, and he has to fight his way out, but it's fantastic. Does Max Monsito show up at all? (laughs) (laughs) There's a soccer scene. Can we get MVS? What's the deal with that? There's a soccer scene. Now, the fact that you see these before me drives me crazy. And then I have to stare at your your face and you can't say anything. And I have to like interpret like the way you're eating a salad. I do
0: practice how when I come back into the office, when people are like, how was it? And I say, good, good,
1: good. Yeah, pretty good. All right, Bill Simmons,
0: thank you so much for joining us. And thanks for subscribing to the Watch Feed. Uh, I look forward to hearing
1: Greenwald on this.
0: Like Bill said, if you want to listen to the rest of The Watch, just subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Today we have Juliette Lindman talking about the Good Wife finale and Sean Fennessy and Jason and talking about Captain America Civil War. Andy will be back this week with the Andy Greenwald Podcast talking with one of our favorite actors, Colin Farrell. Make sure to subscribe. It's the only place you can find us.